That means if I fuck it up later, it'll be okay. <laughs> All right, Emily can fix it. podcast to Pretty Little Liars podcast where we're watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars one at a time spoiler free my name is Emily and I'm Kelly and I'm Addie Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars Addie is experiencing the show for the first time this week we're discussing season one episode 18 bad seed this episode was written by Oliver Goldstick and Francesca Rollins and directed by Paul Lazar the Bad Seed originally aired on Monday, February 21st, 2011. This is the one where as tensions rise, the girls ponder the true nature of evil. Plus, Ari leaves the school play as an opportunity to get closer to Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, Addie's predictions included nothing. Yeah, it was a pretty prediction light episode, I think. I don't dispute that. I'm almost certain that I read the previous. Yeah, it's me, it's me this week. It's me this week. Do you believe me? I never got an answer either. The DA is dropping the charges. I'm going with Spencer. Full of charm and promise. Secret basement couch. Not bad. <laughs> Number 214. <laughs> Not B-A-D. Bad. Uh, don't tell. Melissa is having a baby. Byron is such a cockwalk. Previously on Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> you didn't say that. Uh, I forgot that part. <laughs> Previously on Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> I'll just flip flop it. Yeah. Um, this was a super Toby heavy previously on. Because like the first like what four scenes, mean? the first four scenes are Toby, and then it's Spencer and the. Um, number and the braille later in it so but that was mm, but I said no um Toby's a babe yeah so good, good, good bean um so we open on school and they're doing tryouts for the bad seed so we already got the title of the episode right in there they Bean. act like this is a play everyone's heard of. Yeah. The Bad Seed. It's not, though, right? I've also remembered nothing about this play. So, like, they're I remember nothing it. about this entire episode. I don't think I've seen it before today. <laughs> like, they're, they're describing it, and I don't ever remember hearing about it, because I feel like this would be something I would have looked up to, like, find out Did you look it up today? I did not. I will right now. Don't worry. Um... But basically, it's an eight-year-old who murders a classmate over a penmanship medal and then hides the penmanship medal on her desk in her room. And then All right. gets caught, I guess. And, like, so the, the whole point of the play is are people born evil or did they become evil? Or Yeah, here, let me tell you guys. Ready? This is from Wikipedia, so okay. is it factual? Who knows? The Wikipedia. 
me that again. (laughs) (laughs) The Bad Seed is a 1956 American psychological horror horror thriller film with elements of melodrama and film noir directed by Mervyn Leroy starring Nancy Kelly, Patty McCormick, Henry Jones, and Elaine Hecker. So, that definitely sounds like a real thing. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was released on September 12th, guys. That was just a few days ago. I think this is a, like, this was a good moment for Hannah. This is what they're talking about, how A knows about Caleb. Oh, I forgot we were still podcasting. Uh, a knows about Caleb, and she's going to try to tell mom about Caleb before A can. And that's, like, the first time that they've, like, outthought A for a second. Yeah. And then Mona's fucking back. Oh, Mona. I missed her. She's pretty. Uh, this whole episode made me realize I did not miss Mona for even a second. I just wanted her to go away the whole time. She wasn't mean to Caleb, though. And that's the first time she's not been a total Yeah, she was just like, oh, like, you lost your V-card? Like, she wasn't like, oh, with that dirty hoe. Yeah. She was just like, good for you, girl. I was like, all right, Mona's being oddly not mean. So, uh, oh, Mona does say there are no small parts, only parts that don't make it into either book. And I thought that was fun and dramatic for Mona. I thought we were talking about Caleb still because Hannah saw him. <laughs> and I was like, I don't remember that line. Um, Hannah saw a lot of him. She yeah. saw all of him. <laughs> and she checked him out. Yeah. Like, she wasn't even afraid to take a peek. Um, then, Although, I to be fair, she was trying to take a peek at his butt, and then he turned around. And yeah. then she kind of got shy. That's true. Um... Then the girls are, like, picking on Arya about Ezra, and they think it's really cute that they've, like, accepted that, like, accepted him, and they're, like, treating him as part of the group, sort of, like, in a way. I just don't know why they're all so dumb to talk about it at school. Yeah. In public. Yeah. Um, And then Jenna wants to play flute music for the play. She wants to compose something. Uh. And then she says, I love the theme of the play. And she's fascinated by the nature of evil and it's creepy and ominous. And then we get the creepy and ominous theme song. Got a secret. What is it cold open? Jenna can't keep it. Yeah. A lot happened in that cold open, though. Yeah, that was long. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of really long cold opens. I'm going to move this real fast. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that was like a, a long ass cold open, but here we are. Uh, and Spencer is sneaking down the stairs, and there's a baby in the living room. Dun, dun, dun. And then oh, someone yeah. grabs her, and she wakes up. I was pretty sure that was a dream. For a second, I was, like, racking my brain trying to figure out how... we how, jumped so much time. Yeah, how we jumped so far, because... Like, oh, no, I put it in the wrong episode. Like, yeah, I clicked I the wrong one. Because Melissa was only, like, a couple weeks pregnant when we... Or maybe a month pregnant or whatever, but so then so we're at Spencer's house and there's the baby in the living room and she gets grabbed and then it's just a scary dream and then she like wakes up and Ian is like making noise mm. in the living room Ian and sucks. he's going through. Ian his does shit. suck. I wrote that. <laughs> well, the fact I was that, like, like I'd flinch near him too. He's creepy. But also, like in Spencer's defense, the last time that we saw the two of them in a room together, he fucking grabbed her in public 
and was all scary and ominous and forced her to dance with him at the dance-a-thon. Yeah. Like, they haven't had, like, a cordial interaction since. And, like, she has every right to be afraid of him. He did something she's that was scary. super scary. Like, and she's a teenager. Um, so, but also, like, that shit's been in the Hastings living room since, like, Melissa and Ian got together. And it's like, oh, Melissa's pregnant, so now I'll go through my shit. Like, oh, so you'll just inconvenience your in-laws, but. Now that your baby's coming, it's time to go through shit. So he's just inconsiderate and awful. Um, and he's like, oh, it's just a tape gun. You won't get hurt. The fact that you even have to say that. Yeah. So, uh, and then at Hannah's house, we see Hannah trying to ease mom into the idea of Caleb. Yeah. Like, and mentioning. adorable. Yeah, mentioning, like, oh, he came over for breakfast or dinner or whatever. He came over day. for dinner after studying or something. Yeah, because his home life sucks, and hey, maybe he's sleeping in the guest room. Um, no, absolutely not. And then mom uses her stealing as a defense for why Caleb can't stay there and then says that Hannah has poor judgment. <laughs> and that's the mom for you. Oh, God bless. Uh, and then Caleb comes out of the basement, and Hannah's like, how much did you hear? And he kind of, uh, not much. And then as he's leaving, he's like, says the girl with poor judgment to the cat in the hat. And I just like, I like that about his personality. That he, yeah. That he's like quippy and witty like that. Mm-hmm. But he's also things. never a dick. Yeah. Like, it, it was definitely very playful and not mean at all. Yeah. Um, and I think that they're just cute together, so... This episode made me real happy by the end because I like them together. Um, and then at Fizz's apartment, uh, Aria shows up like before school um, and brings someone else's newspaper. Have I your newspaper? I don't get the newspaper. How does that happen? Like, that's not a real thing that people do. Just grab someone else's newspaper. Not nice. Huh. It's messed up. Um, I mean, depending on where the paper boy threw it, maybe it looked like it was his, but it was meant for the neighbor across the hall or something. Because um, there was every once in a while uh, in our apartment complex, because we were on the second floor of a quadruplex, kind of like you are. Yeah. And people would just leave things at the top of the stairs. Yeah. Instead of putting it in front of one of both of our doors. So, like, they wouldn't, like, so it's possible that, like, if someone didn't know, they would grab something that wasn't ours. Is it true? But that's giving a lot of, like, in the way for things. Uh, It says, your homies. And I think that was the worst thing that he's ever said. Yeah, that definitely wins for the worst thing anyone's ever said. Yeah. And then Arya, like, coerces him in a very cute way into being the stage manager. Wait, hold up. I have a question. <laughs> yes. What happened to Wilden? I don't fucking know. That was my, that was my big question because the other cop comes in and is a dick, but Wilden's not there. I thought he got removed because Hannah, uh, Spencer's mom, like, 
bitched about oh, the questioning. Oh, because he got caught for questioning an underage. I don't think he got fired for that. No, they're not in the FBI. I know, but he. And then, he, but he's not a detective. Like he's he's just gone. He doesn't need to be there. Yeah, I mean, I don't miss him. He never needed to be there. Yeah, I I don't miss him, but like, there was just another dick cop in this episode. Yeah, he was a. I have huge so many notes on this shitty cop at the end. Um, let's see. Does anything else happen? Between now and the end? No, yes. no, no, in Fitz's apartment. Oh, um, oh he says, uh, part of me thinks that that's a bad idea, and she goes, I'm not talking to that part, and I just thought that was clever. I thought that was inappropriate. <laughs> not an okay thing to say to an adult young I, lady. I thought that was a clever response. Uh, and then at Hannah's house, she jumps in the shower so that mom doesn't know, and she checks out Caleb's butt, and he catches her checking out his butt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so cute. And then we go to school, and M is talking to Spencer about joining the play because everybody else is. Because uh, Ari is the stage manager now, and Spencer and Hannah got their parts. So she's like, maybe I'll do props. Um, then Emily offers to take the French book to Toby. Yes. Because she uh, wants to, talk, she wants to talk to him. And then they catch, or they see Jenna talking to Ian, and Ian gives her a thing. That sounds gross. <laughs> Ian gives her a thing. And he grabs her hand all, like, weird, and I know he's grabbing it to, like, put her hand on the bag, but there's, like, a less skeezy way to do that. There's a less skeezy way to do literally everything that man does. Yeah, he's pretty gross. Very All the time. Uh, then we're studying for the play, or talking about the play, and they're talking about whether people are born evil, or they learn it, and then Mona, like, sees Hannah looking at Caleb through the window, and teases her, but it's like, she's not shitty about it. It's like an actual, like, friend jabbing about a cute boy, um, which is different for Mona. Yeah, very unusual. Exactly. Mona's always a jerk. Except uh, today. And then Fitz <laughs> is being ridiculously careful about Arya and his interactions. And, and then she does. Yeah, goes like, and calls him Fitz. He calls him Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. Oh, like, God. like, freaking... Arya's like, cool, this will be an excuse for us to be around each other. It's not an excuse for you to cram your tongue down his throat at school. Like, she, like, she took this way, you know, and it's a very 16-year-old move. Um, Mona asks Arya to hit the Vendi. So that's... No No sentence has ever made me want to vomit so much. Um, I think that might beat... Your homies from from Fitz. I don't know. The Bursa sack lines are also pretty awful. Bursa sack. Um. Also, Ian just fucking walks in the room and goes, "Oh, this isn't the Booster Club. Like, why does he have to be so gross? I would like him to go away sooner rather than later." Yeah, I'll take him leaving at any time. Really. So then we get the flashback to the frat party. Um, yeah, I have no recollection of this frat party. Which I guess is like how frat parties work. 
But <laughs> <laughs> if you do them right anyway. Um, from what I'm told. Um, Allie says, looks like Mr. Melissa is giving Miss Rum and Coke a tour. So that's a fun sentence. Yeah, that was actually very clever. I'm kind of mad. But also, the like for timeline purposes, so Ian was early college when he was dating Melissa. Yes. And that was at the time that like Allie and them were still hanging out and Allie got killed the summer between their ninth and 10th grade year. Yes. Which means that they're still like ninth graders or between ninth and 10th graders. And Ian is in college. Yes. Which is too much difference. 14 and 18? Well, it also depends. Like, I don't know if this is his first year of college. 14 and 19? Well, I think Melissa's six years older than Spencer, so we can go with probably at least six years older than all of them. Yeah. 14 and 20? Yeah. Nah, gross. Bruh. Nah. Very yeah, inappropriate. Nah. Well, and like, what 20-year-old would want to be with a 14-year-old? A really like, messed up 20-year-old. You're just in so such different places in your life. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're both young and happy. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, and then, and then Arya calls Fitz Ezra and, like, Really, really does a bad one there. Well, I'm like, not the the smartest. In the moment, it feels like she's talking to one of her friends, you know, because she's responding to whoever. And so she's talking like it's just the two of them talking. Yeah, but like, she needs to be definitely more self aware. Um, And then Toby and Em get to make up. So Toby's like, yeah, Jenna turned me in, and like, I should be apologizing to you. And. So Em invites him out to breakfast as friends. And then he blows her off. For Spencer. Which, like, fine, I get it. Spencer's a babe. But the fuck, Toby? And it's so yeah. nice. And also, creepy Jenna playing flute on the porch. Yeah, not a fan. She's weird. Also, the music that she's playing reminds me of the animated Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, There's an animated one? Yeah. Mm. Why would um, they do that? The live action one is so good. The animated one came first. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Um, <laughs> but there's like... Is a, it a full length movie? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, but they... Let's watch that too. Mr. Tumnus plays like the pan flute and he plays a piece of music that sounds like the, what Jenna's playing. So I'd have to look into like the composition, but I wonder if there was like any connection... But it just reminded me of that. Um, and then, what else? Oh, uh, Byron jumps out of nowhere at school and is like, hey, buddy. And is like following Fitz around and talking to him about needing a beer. And, um, and Fitz is kind of like seeing more and more that Arya is not being very careful. Yeah. So like he mentions... Or Byron mentions to Ezra, like, oh, Arya, let me read some of your stuff. Wow, very bold, like, letting your students see your writing. Yeah. And it's like, and... Exposing yourself to them. Yeah, Fitz's face is like, well, I've only exposed myself to one of them, and it's your daughter, so, like, 
Let's hope you don't find out that none of my other students have read this shit. Um, so just very, uh, like Byron's very innocent about it all. And for the first time, I didn't hate him. Like really? For the first time in a while. I thought he was really aggressive. Maybe just because I hate him. I hate him, but he was neutral there. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was a little, like, he was trying a little harder than maybe he should have. Yeah. But, like, it didn't make me mad like it usually would. Stupid all the time. But it gave Ezra some good thoughts. Especially mm-hmm. when he brought up Arya going to California. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Fitz, like, maybe working at Hollis and having more time to do things and, like, when he was suggesting the Hollis thing, I was like, that's the perfect fucking solution. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would, they would <laughs> still be bad. They couldn't do anything in public. Why not? Because he's an adult and she's a child. Oh, that's true. <laughs> right, but he wouldn't lose his job. If he's an adult and she's a child, they but- can't be any more open than they are right now. But it would give them more of an excuse to be around each other because Fitz would, well, like, oh, think about it. Oh, no, that Fitz, would be even worse. Well, no, Fitz is in Dad's department. Fitz and Dad become buds. Fitz, like, hangs out with the family. It, like, gives them more of an excuse to be around because Byron... And more of a reason, when she turns 18, more of a reason to have met yeah. and become together. Then like her like because even when it's a good plan. even if they don't date until they're until she's eighteen plan. even if they don't date until she's eighteen she's still dating her high school English teacher. But why would he be hanging out? It's just weird. But, it, but if they wait till but if they wait till she's eighteen and she's dating a college professor, that's hot. That's less weird. <laughs> uh, He's not oh. her professor. Not saying it's a great plan. Just saying it's a better plan than dating your high school. Yeah, um, that's where I'm at. Don't date an adult if you're a child. <laughs> yes, obviously that's the real <laughs> lesson. We're but... solving the problem that exists. And they're clearly not breaking up at this point. Um, what else is going on? Oh, Caleb's trying to interact with Hannah really hard. And Hannah is avoiding all contact with him. I mean, yeah, she's like 15 and she just saw her first penis. Of course she's scared. Like, is it her first penis? Yeah, because she never Probably. booked. Yeah. She never yeah. booked Sean. Sean. That's true. Um, and then we talked about Fitz and Dad at the bar. Um, and then oh. oh, Spencer's talking to Toby about how Jenna knows Ian. And for a second, um, Keegan Allen's face looks like he broke a little bit. Like, there was a point where it looked like he was trying really hard not to laugh. And I don't know if that's just, like, this is my serious face and it didn't come across that way or what. But, like, for a second it looked like he broke. Um, Ugh, what a good dude. And then Spencer's trying to talk Toby into stealing Jenna's phone. And she's and Spencer's trying to win Toby over with scare tactics. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. She's playing the hardball. Uh, and then Jenna is just chilling on the porch and M shows up and finds out that Toby stood her up. And then we've got creepy flute music. And then we're back at Spencer's house and Toby took the phone. 
and is freaking out. Um, and, Which I think he's justified in. Mm-hmm. And we are confirmed, like Toby like says out loud, Allie made up, like I never peeped in anybody's room. Like this is the first confirmation that we get that Allie was 100% lying, which Addie had said that she was pretty sure that Allie was lying. And I got so. really excited because later when they were like, oh, I wonder if Allie knew that Jenna was in the garage. And I was like, no shit. Of course she did. <laughs> of course. And, well, and Toby says like she had something on me. So like, so like Allie knew that Jenna and Toby were sleeping together. And Allie knew that they would be in the shed. So yeah, checks, uh, checks a couple of things off of Addie's prediction list is correct. Um, it was a good episode for my prediction. And then Toby says that everything doesn't make sense about Allie and still, like, didn't and doesn't make sense about Allie. And then Spencer touches his hand. Ooh. Um, and then uh, we go back to school and Arya's putting the tape down. And Arya's like, nobody even noticed that I called you Ezra. And he goes, oh, they did. And just the way that... It, that uh, the line is delivered cracked me up. Uh, and then they're talking about beer with dad and Fitz brings up the job at Hollis. And this is where I put like, Aria, why are you trying so hard to stop him? Cause like, if he does leave and go to Hollis, at least you're not dating your high school English teacher. So like, and Hollis is not that far, so it's not like he's... Yeah, like, your dad literally works there. Yeah, it's not like he's leaving and going forever. And then Mona just shows the fuck up while they're having a very important relationship conversation. So Always. Like, it's just never, and she's like, <laughs> did you get my throat coat? So then Arya flips out on her. Um, Go to the Bendy yourself. And then Caleb gets... Um, Jenna's phone, and he's like a little mean to her in this scene. He's like, "Why would you steal Blanco's phone?" Like, and I think it's like he's hurt because uh, Hannah blew him off at the house or for lunch or whatever. Yeah. So also though, that thing looked pretty effing foreign. Like, what the hell? Like, it just looked way different than a normal phone, and like, yeah. what he's normally doing. Yeah, because it is way different than a normal phone. I also like that Hannah's surprised that he figures out that it's Jenna's phone. Yeah, it's like, how many how many blind people are in this town? And she goes, she goes, how did you know it was Jenna's phone? And he goes, because I'm not blind. <laughs> and that speaks wonderful. to an awful part of me that I've been repressing for many episodes with Jenna in it because I shouldn't be making jokes, but sometimes... They're just there. Um, these things do happen. These things do happen. I think he's got these things for a very time. No. Uh, oh, and then Fitz says, um, or uh, Fitz gets mad at Arya for messing up the schedule because Mona can't be on there on Saturday. And so Arya's like, everybody take five, even though they just got there. Yep. Yeah, I didn't um, understand what the thing with the schedule was, though, because she he said these are the people that need to be here, so she told those people, you need to be here, and then all of a sudden he's mad. Yeah, because he... Well, because Mona needed to be there, and Mona didn't get the email. 
So he's mad because either he didn't tell Arya. He didn't tell Arya. Which probably is the case. Or Arya just missed Mona's name on the list, which accidents happen. But, like, instead of him being chill about it and being Accidents like, do not happen to Lucy Hale. How dare you fucking say that? <laughs> okay. I agree. I'll let, I agree. You, <laughs> I'll let you have that one. Um, but then uh, they have their couple's argument after they've kicked everybody out. Which I thought out. was very valid, Ezra's points of how... It was a valid was conversation, supposed- but they're having it at school when they just kicked, like... 30 people out of the room. Well, so, at least in that moment, though, she's the stage manager to, like, all of this and everything, so it makes more sense for them to be, like, yeah. having their break five, like, she just got in trouble. But, no, I gave, uh, Ezra made some good points, especially talking about how, like, college is supposed to widen and broaden your horizon, yeah, and, she's and like, you're not supposed to, like, that's when you're supposed to get to know yourself and the world, and if yeah. you bring on a relationship from time you won't be able to get to have that growing up period yeah, especially like such a weird relationship yeah like it's one thing to date the senior like to continue dating the senior that you got together with you know your senior year it's a different thing to bring like a high school teacher with you um and also she mentions like oh well i picked a school like i was looking at a school in california because in it's your, your favorite city. city and it's like okay that's not how you pick a college no. Like, because that's how you ruin your life. You're just going to move with me to California, right? Like, and then he... I, I, really I, think, liked... I think, though, the way that she brought it up was more like, no, I'm thinking of us in the future. Because Ezra's always thinking of his future yeah. by himself. And, like, Arya is an addition to that, but it's never Arya and Fitz in the future. And it's... So that where yeah. I thought she was trying to be, like young, naive, sweet of, like, no, like, I'm thinking of us, this is, like, something we could both do, like, we've always, we want to get away, we want to do yeah. this, so I think it was... And it's fair of him to be thinking about himself, because he makes the very valid point, like, she says, you're not just my high school teacher, but he's, like, um, but he's, like, well, I will be, you know, like, I, I'll, it'll get to a point where I'm just your high school English teacher, uh, so, and, and Fitz thinks that Arya's gonna outgrow him, which is a fair, like, which is a fair thought. If For he's sure. a, if he's a 26-year-old man that can only get a 16-year-old girl, like, that 16-year-old girl is eventually not going to want to be with him, just by statistics. Um, so I think that conversation was, like, a good conversation, and then he says something about maybe there are no accidents. So you were right, and I'm sorry that I claimed that there was an accident. Yeah, how dare uh, you talk about my girl Lucy Hill like that? Um, and then Em is still thinking about the frat party, so we get another flashback. Um, I also really don't like the way that they make him look chunky. Like, she's supposed to still be a little bit chubby in this one. Wow, I can't. I've never noticed her like, any it. different. When she's when she's standing with, because they don't do anything to her face, they put her in this like fat suit, and then they put a big shirt on her, so she just looks like rumply. 
But she's supposed to oh, look a little chunky. I guess I just don't recall. When she's standing next to Emily at the pool table, like, as they're zooming in. Because they also, like, in these flashbacks, you don't get a lot of, like, full body shots. It's a lot of... Yeah, because um, how are they going to make them look so much younger? Yeah, it's a lot of, like, face, so older. face stuff. So, but, like, as they're zooming in, you get Hannah, and she looks, like, a little chubby. But it's very much, like, they put a belly, like, a belly piece mm-hmm. on her and threw her in a big shirt. So it's just, like, it's not well done, and it doesn't do justice to, like, them trying to indicate Hannah's change. Because Hannah doesn't fully change until after, um, until after Allie dies. Right. So, in the flashbacks, it's reasonable that she's still a little chunky. Um, and then, uh, the girl falls down the stairs, and Ian's chilling at the top. immediately was, like, since the beginning, when... Allie was like, divide and conquer. I was like, she's gonna go do something to fuck up this girl. Sure yeah. enough, she, this girl gets shoved down the stairs, and Allie's nowhere to be found, and it took them all a year to realize that. Yeah. Or more than a year at this point. I mean... I mean, they were also, like, as teenagers who snuck into a frat party with fake IDs, like, I'm also, sure. what frat party have you been to where they checked your fucking ID? Well, now they do at Cornell, but they didn't when we were there. What? Why do they do that now? They, like, scan your, because there were a bunch of, like, underage they like, kids. They scan your ID? Oh, yeah, that was, like, something that they brought up a few years ago. Then we go back to the play uh, after the flashback oh, where... Yes, the bad scene. Um, the classic <laughs> play that we're all very aware of. Correct. Um, but, so, the, the flashback happens where the girl falls down the stairs, and then, <clears throat> and then Arya comes That's over and is like, what are you guys talking about? And I think it's Spencer says, we were just thinking that Allison wasn't the first, or, yeah, Allison wasn't the first person that Ian shoved. So, they're thinking that Ian pushed the girl down the stairs, um, and Caleb can't figure out how to crack Jenna's phone, uh, and Hannah won't tell Caleb about why they're digging through Jenna's stuff. Um, and then Mona says something. Oh, she says uh, something about knowing who's evil and who's just naughty. And I was like, that's Kelly's favorite word, naughty. No, it's not. Naughty. And then when Ezra's like, I believe you should know the difference, Mona. <laughs> like, yeah. I just love how he just... It's like that very that work response where they say like if someone makes a joke that's like inappropriate and instead of you laughing at it you just go oh could you repeat that or I could you explain I don't get get why that's funny or I don't get it can you explain it so that way like (laughs) but I just the way he responded I was like that's that perfect response of you know the difference like shut the fuck up so then um, we get to the flashback again and the police are talking to Ian about the girl falling down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And the girls don't want to leave without Allie. They don't want to leave without Allie, and then Allie doesn't let them leave since they're all together. Yeah. And then she goes to the cop and is like, we don't want to drink and drive, so drive us back to Roseland. She's like, bitches, we ain't taking the bus. And shoves them all in the cop car. Which they should have just taken the fucking bus. Yep. Yeah. Because that's putting yourself in harm's way. Yeah, but all, uh... Like older than you if no one asks questions. That's why I was like, she pushed her down the stairs. Mm-hmm. She threw the freaking well, and then stink bomb. She says, <laughs> after she says something like, "The bolder the moves, the less the suspicion," or something like that. Yeah, the bolder the move, something like no one asks questions. Yeah, dumb. 
Um, and then Allie and Ian make weird eye contact as they're getting into the cop car. Either she pushed her down the stairs or she pulled some bullshit. Like, Ian, push her down because I'm jealous. I mean, she's definitely mm-hmm. behind a lot of Or them. she pushed the girl down the stairs and then manipulated Ian into thinking. Into that, taking the fall. Yeah, being like, you did this. Because nah. she's crazy and an awful person. Okay, what she You're not supposed to talk ill of the dead. That's a isn't that, a isn't that a rule? I don't know. I don't know how being dead works. I think that's more of like a excuse me, Peggy. It's more of like question. a societal type thing. Like I yeah. don't think you're gonna need to pay your respects to them. Like some people who die are like also terrible people. Yeah. Like like I'm not gonna walk around saying. Mm, Ted Bundy was a nice yeah. guy because he Ted died. Bundy was my dude because he murdered a bunch of people. Like, damn, so, not that he'd be dead. He was nice. Yeah, or Jeffrey Dahmer. Ed one. Dean. Yeah. Uh, who's the guy in the hotel? The L.A. Night Stalker. Um, oh, wait, right now is Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bringing up him. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, He's also super awful. Yeah. Anyway, uh, enough about all of the murderers that I know. Uh, (laughs) uh, Mona claims that she can't play selfish, which which I laughed at because she is so selfish. Um, And then I said, "Am I forgivable?" Is what she asks. Yeah. Bitch, no. Uh, And then Arya and Fitz need to chill the fuck out. And then they pull the Ian trophy out of the. I just thought I was like, who leaves a bloody trophy? Y'all are dumb. This screams A. And I was like, yep, here's A. Well, and they go, Emily, where did you get this? Like, Emily just had a fucking bloody trophy with Ian's name on it. And she didn't think to say anything. She's like, it would be better if they find it on that one. The play? Um, It's called The Bad Seed. Would you like me to read the Wikipedia description? No, the first So an eight-year-old kid gets jealous of somebody that beats her for a penmanship award. So she kills the kid. To get the award, and then she keeps the award, but it's oh, like a medal. So look, Ian has a A has an award. A is jealous, so A kills Spencer Rat, and then A takes the award. That makes all the better seeds, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I, also laughed that I have he to. Names their rats after people. Yeah. They wrote, Ooh, Spencer's dead. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have to applaud them, though. They finally got their shit together enough to just take it to the police regardless of whether it was real or not like to them it was real and they took the fucking evidence to the police and good for them what i don't appreciate is the piece of shit police officer that's like you ladies didn't do your research there wasn't a tournament. It's like, that's not their job. Yeah. Their job is they found a bloody trophy with Ian's name on it, and they took it to the fucking police. It's the police's job to do the research and find out whether it's real evidence or not. So. Yeah, that cop, cop was shitty. He's behind this hoax. So mad. Um, and then Hannah can't hang out with them after the police off, or the police station because she's gotta go home to Caleb. Kiss Caleb. Ooh. Um, and then Arya yells at Fitz and then they make out. That's the only note I have for that scene. Again. Uh, and then... It's like they had the exact same problems as their last fight, but just a different day. 
Yeah. It was the yeah, same, same like, shit, different like, day. Oh my god, the future. Oh, by myself, like future, future, future. While I was like, yo, we can do like what? Let's I'm just thinking about it. Like yeah, like let's have a great time. Like it's all good. Plus we're both invested in this. But I got a little bit more of Ezra this time, especially with Dad being like. Uh, like, you should focus on your writing, like, you're so good at writing, yeah. because it's like, if Ezra stays as a high school teacher to be close to Aria for the next two years, and say they break up because she moves to college and wants to live her life, and like, that could potentially, an opportunity. Yeah, potentially be two years of him not being able to focus on writing, mm-hmm. but they really care about each other, and let's... Discussions you have. Yeah, and if he's teaching a class at Hollis, he's got time for writing and time to fuck Arya on the side. Like, I mean, when you're teaching one class in college, you got loads of time, loads of extra time for all sorts of activities. Um, Also, it pisses me off that the cop is talking to them again without a fucking adult present. Right? Oh, learn the law. And fine. I understand if the police, like, see this and think it's a hoax, then, like, ask them to come to the station and investigate it formally. Don't just show up at their fucking school and be like, it's rat's blood. There was no tournament. You didn't do this hoax right. But, yeah, so, like, the stupid cops in this town have... Olivia Benson would not be proud. No. Olivia Benson would be in this town whipping them all into shape. Yeah. Be like, listen here. I'm going to report all of you because y'all suck. Let me show yeah. you how a real detective does this. Yeah, Olivia Benson would have solved this case already. Yeah. I mean, and like... And she wouldn't have been a bitch about Like, it. all of these girls... <laughs> all of these girls genuinely thought Can that this be our quote? Woman. Olivia Benson would have solved this case. And she wouldn't have been a bitch about it. <laughs> I mean... That definitely needs to be the quote yeah. of this week. Um, but like... Uh, like they genuinely thought that this was a murder weapon so they think that they're like turning in this big piece of evidence mm-hmm. and the cop just comes over to like laugh in their face like in the hallway in front of everybody just everything about that scene was stupid um, and then obviously of course A set them up for the one moment that they do actually take shit to the police and then A has pet rats and they're named after the girls Again, and Spencer's dead that sucks <laughs> What a good note. <laughs> but it was it was like funny because you I saw all the names and I realized wow I've been spelling everyone's name wrong the whole time. Okay, that's fine. like Aria and Hannah because I was like I wouldn't spell Aria with an I nat like just going for it because I always see Aria with a Y. Oh, okay. And then Hannah, I know one Hannah without the H, but every other Hannah I know has an H. But that's like my middle name Sarah. It doesn't have an H. You're S A R A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Did Addie have any predictions for this episode? Okay, well, for this, like, specific episode, I thought that... Well, I guess, looking forward, I said Allie pushed a girl. Mm-hmm. That was Sarah's, I think. It was, you think I think, it was like, Allie? she's related very closely to either she made Ian do it, she did it herself, because she's just a very jealous person. And then yeah. I wrote, Allie knew about Jenna in the garage, duh, but that was an older prediction, I guess. Right. And then the other thing is... Where I was like, Toby wasn't peeping in the windows. I'm like, Allie made it up so they could all, like, freak out. Also, I argued with you so hard 
about like early on because you were like she knew Jenna was in there and I'm like no but what if she I didn't? know like, I was writing this down and I was like I had such a long argument in that episode I was like no she totally saw it you were just you were just so convinced and like when I first rightfully so but, like, but when I first watched it like I was like well maybe she thought like maybe she didn't know Jenna was in there and that was the first time she saw Jenna and Toby fucking so like when I first watched this that was like where my mind went oh. And so that's why I was arguing with you, because I was like, no! Ugh. I didn't want you to get it right so early. <laughs> there, I mean, there are I mean, it was certain things in this show yeah. that they set up very well for you to be like, okay, this is either an obvious plot hole that will never be solved or talked right. about, or this is a very obvious plot line. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's like certain things work, but that one, no. Just the way they filmed that, where it was like, Allie knew, and the way she's like... <gasps> Someone's spying in my windows. Like, I wouldn't react to you guys like that if someone was peeping in my windows. Like, I'd freak out. I'd run over to the window and I'd, like, open yeah, it. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't I make, knew, a, sh- I I wouldn't make a show of it to convince you guys. Because, yeah. first of all, I know you would believe me if I was like, guys, I'd, I'd also probably be like, well, I, I think would have so- believed you until you just said that. Well, like, what? what? I don't know. If I could, what? If I could see I like the person. Maybe you'll say it just trick us into thinking you're being real No, but then it. I wouldn't. But no, but I was also thinking, like, realistically... We, like, I don't know if me like personally, like, if them. I saw someone in my window and you guys hadn't seen them yet, I don't know if I would scream that they were there or if I'd be silent and, like, there's, yeah. there's someone in the window. Just like, can hey, someone turn guy. around like, and, like, to make sure? This? Because knowing, me, like, I've been in those modes where it's, because everyone's like, oh, you have um, flight or... Fight or flight. Fight or flight. And I'm like, no, there's the third option of fright. And I am fright. Like, I get so, like, it's like my anxiety locks me up. It's like, and I can't do anything when I'm in a very scared moment. Well, I'm like, if you could clearly see that it was Toby out the window, someone else would have seen him. Exactly. Toby's at the window. Like, even if it was, like, a yeah, flash of... Yeah, spying on me forever. Like, even if it was a flash you of him s- running away. You so can spot was... that awful haircut from a mile away, so they the would know it was Toby's Toby. haircut Hey, alone. his new haircut is great. The old one sucked. <laughs> and you know what? It's probably he was leading up into that, okay, I gotta get a nice haircut. I'm gonna have to go to court so they can be like, sir, you're not guilty due to that haircut. And then he got that <laughs> haircut, and they were like, hey, you're no longer a suspect, so... He was cleaning up his image for court. That is my whole... Oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, that one was definitely pretty, like, clear that Allie was making it up. Like, they, they do a good job of establishing it that way. And they're um, just... And it's, I guess, it's... Like I brought it before, it's different watching it as an adult. That's true, too. Because when I... Like, I've rewatched so many shows at different phases in life, and it's like, I will have... For majority of it, I'll have the same, like, emotional reaction, but I'll have a different thought process of, like, oh, wow, no. Like, this time, I identify with this character Mm -hmm. just because beforehand I couldn't understand what they were. Well, and same, Or what's being portrayed, and it's like, here, they're being a lot of dumb teenagers. Like, I complain Mm -hmm. to them, I'm like, was I this dumb at 16? And probably. Yes, Yes, we were. (laughs) But it's, like, so many things where you're like, oh, we're going to lie and not tell anyone and be secretive. It's like, no, just tell each other like you're you're each other's support i remember watching it like late high school early college and thinking that it was dumb that they were keeping so many secrets from each other yeah considering like they were all dealing with the same bully mm-hmm. but like i was rooting for byron and ella to get back together so hard 
And this time I'm like, mom, like get away from that dude. Like I was much more into Byron and forgiving of Byron than I am now. So like there's, there's things even like from late high school to now that I'm like watching and catching differently and things that are irritating me that didn't originally. I'd say the only show that I've fully noticed had like my perspective and feel of it hasn't changed since Breaking Bad. Mm. I still have the exact same opinions. I still love the characters I love for re like the same reasons. That's fair. How I Met Your Mother, I loved and was rooting for Ted. The older I get, the harder it is to like Ted. So like, I, that's another one where like my opinion, like not like drastically shifted, but like just enough that rewatching it, I'm like, ugh. Um, okay, next week we're talking about season one, episode 19 of Our Savages. Dun dun dun. What do you think is going to happen? Do you guess? Well, now that Toby's not a suspect and there's the statue with the fake blood. Also, sorry, side note. Wouldn't that be a little suspicious that there's a trophy with rat blood all over it? Like, who the fuck in the town is bashing yeah. rats in? Like, animal abuse. But in the, in the cop's perspective they think the girls faked it i know but still either way it's like that's rap that's animal blood that's so yeah <laughs> like, I, that's a lot of blood from a tiny little rat yeah like i know people have a lot of blood in them but it's like oh, i've rat. never yeah i've never beat a rat with a trophy but so it's i don't like, know how that would turn that out that trophy was fairly large and like the whole corner was covered in it that. yeah um so person of interest does that bring up anything you said uh, toby's oh not toby's a not a suspect how did we get to... Because I said a side she was talking about, about his haircut. Or I talked about his haircut, oh, too. Right, right, right. Okay. But now. he's no longer a suspect, so I think someone else is going to come up. Probably the girls, because it set up this thing. But I don't know. I didn't have, like, any crazy things. It felt like a lot of the same similar drama happened again. But it was nice. And then I wondered where Lucas was. Yeah, um, Mona came back, so there couldn't Sean. be Lucas. Yeah, well, Sean, they like, but they, like, we knew they broke up, so I guess I wouldn't expect Sean to come yeah, back. But I That's miss true. Him. I like Sean. I like Lucas. Noel wasn't in the canola. Wasn't in this one. Why? Well, they brought Mona back, and she's a very high so, like, budget extra. Yeah. Or high budget B list character, whatever. Oh, man, Mona. All right. And that's all, folks. Da -da 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 -da. That's all the secrets we can share today. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. For all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at APLL Podcast. Or you can send us an email at aprettylittleliarspodcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the marvelous music. And a thank you to Ann Allen for the amazing artwork. And an extra special thank you to you for listening. Until, Until next time, time bitches. bitches.